Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. And welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. This is the show where I speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from nuclear energy firms to record labels. Each episode, I strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld, and I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is a motivational speaker who travels to middle schools around the country, promoting mental health by downplaying the risks of various threats like COVID-19, school shootings, and environmental disasters. His upbeat personality is a hit with administrations and students alike. In his spare time, he enjoys urban roller skiing. Please welcome Steve Joylove. Hi, hello, hey, hello. (laughs) Hi, it's me, boys and girls. What's going on? I am Steve Joylove. Yeah, okay, cool. Joylove. Can't Uh, spell joy without a little bit of love. Oh. Oh, is that that seems like I feel oh. like I just witnessed the beginning part of your uh, your speak you're speaking to middle school students is that what, what is yes, this the beginning exactly of your what act? I do your presentation I run around the country I, <laughs> I literally I don't have a bus I yeah. run around the country I was surprised when uh, you came for this interview you How bounded, big my legs are you just <laughs> you bounded up that set of stairs so fast and I looked Takes outside no and time. I I said where did he park his car and you said oh I don't believe in cars cars are a a are a uh, it's like a pacifier that's the oh, way really? I think of a car it's okay. like a pacifier and what now, way? how are you gonna grow your teeth legs if you're gonna be driving around in a car all the time pacifiers stop babies from growing teeth that right? is a new fact that i did not know until this very moment you gotta know things because if you know things then you know yourself and knowing right. yourself is step one in mm. the 10-step process oh there i you know i'm gonna ask you what some I of the other steps know. are i really set myself up for that one <laughs> So, so what are some other things you like to tell students who are like, they're getting into that pre-teen sort of part of life and they're really confused and you come in and you're trying to, uh, you know, set them straight? Yeah. You, Dean, let me get real with you for a second. Okay. Can I get real with you? Yeah. I also do this part with the kids where you come out strong, but then you get real quiet. Yeah, I noticed you turned, like the, you turned, the, right you turned the chair around backwards and you're straddling the chair. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. That's what every kid does. Every kid <laughs> turns their chair around. But what I do is I get real serious. I get I get down and I say, "Hey, hey, little Bobby, mm. you're gonna be Bobby in this situation." Okay, I'll, hey, little Bobby, I, I'd love to do a little role play. Uh-huh. Hey, little Bobby, yeah, you, 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 you my teach the teachers in her, in the whole school are saying that sometimes you cause all problems. Oh, and uh, and I I would say uh, you'd say you, you you know little Bobby he's nervous because I'm I'm singling him out in front of the entire class. Right, right. And so what what would I do in that scenario? I'm trying to would I clo- would I, do, you, do, you, do should I, should I shut down like a like a like a teenage? You know, uh, this is where boy would or this is where the interesting part of my job comes in, where I really gotta think on my feet. Yeah, like, what if I were to lash out and say, suck my dick, motivational man? I would say, whoa, somebody's got a little lip here. Okay. I would say that. I yeah. always say that first. Yeah. I, I say that. It gets a good laugh. Okay. It gets a solid laugh. Really releases the tension. Because if the kids bring tension into the situation, I got I to gotta get them out of there. And your joke is someone's got a little lip here. This guy's got a little lip on him, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm wondering, uh, though, Steve, um, 
I, I want to get right to the meat of the presentation that uh -huh. you give because it has it has been criticized by some folks saying that you know the whole point you're saying that it's a mental health service that you're providing to these kids by downplaying legitimate risks. Well, these are kids. Yeah. You right. know, you when you think about when you were in middle school, yeah. when you were palling around the halls of your play. How old are you, Dane? Oh, that's that's a that's a subject I don't has like to go into. Has this been asked before? It has, and I I don't believe I've ever answered it before. I would like to. Let, but I'm, I'll tell you one thing: I didn't pal around with anyone in middle school. I'll say you're. I'll say that you're mid forties. Okay, so you're palling around in middle school, 1980, 1990, something around that era. You you don't have nothing to worry about. Reagan's president. Things are going great. So these uh -huh. kids, these kids nowadays, there's just too much bad things that they see in the news and the and the and their lives. And you got the social media. Don't get me started on the social media. This is what they got to deal with. So I just say, don't look at that. Okay. Don't look at any of that. You got to look at yourself. You got to look at yourself. And you right. gotta not look at anything else. So you're saying that uh, self, self, nothing else. That's what I say. Self, self, nothing else. Self, self, nothing else. I repeat that 82 times. Okay. Yeah. In my presentation. Yeah. No. I. Uh, self, self, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I I did take a little peek at your PowerPoint, and there, uh -huh. it's in, it's incredible how many slides just say that. They just on say. A, there, I, sometimes it'll say self, self, nothing else on on a slide. Sometimes I'll have several slides where one yeah, slide says self, self, and then self, self and then nothing else, and I yeah, like right. I I get I guide you through it. Yeah. But that's you know because yeah, yeah. kids they love repetition. Yeah. Sure. You know. So they love a good chorus. So you're you're saying in other words that like the golden age has passed of like uh, children feeling safe in their own environment, yeah. and you're saying. Saying if we can cloister them a little bit more, uh, then they'll at least feel safer, if not being actually safe. I'm talking, you know, you know the Stephen King novel, It? Sure, that's made a, a remarkable comeback in the movies these yes, days. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, they made a couple. I did not watch either of them. I saw one, didn't bother with the next. Okay. Because uh, I figured the kids are all grown up, I don't want to see grown ups. I'm, a, I like, I'm into talking and figuring out what kids are into, so I watched It. And that's they they got they live in their lives. They're like they put a curfew around for kids. Yeah. Did you see that in the movie? They put no. a curfew for kids because all the kids are getting stolen and murdered by a big clown. No, as I mentioned, I, I had. But didn't see here's the film. what I'm saying. I'm saying there's no big clown. Uh huh. There's okay. no big clown. So just ride your bike. Right now, uh, in the real world, though, there is actually like a a virus rampant uh, throughout schools and, uh, and, and you know, uh, the potential of school shootings and things. And you just want kids to just not be afraid of those yes, things. Yes, because if you make them think these things seriously right now, they'll grow up to be uh, what, what some may call informed individuals. Uh -huh. And an informed society ain't a society that I'm trying to live in. I mean, you're stating right now that you're in deliberately trying to speech, keep... I won't tell them that. You don't say, I'm trying to keep you in the I dark. I don't say, I'm tricking you right now. <laughs> right. That's not a part of my speech. It wouldn't really work. Okay, yeah. I say self, self, nothing else. Uh, and what, what, what motivated you to say, this is my calling, I need to keep kids in the dark? Well, okay, I'll tell you what I have. This, I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get real with you real quick. I'm spinning the chair around. And you spun again. it around again, yeah. Now it's just frontward, yeah. frontwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in a chair normally right now, so you know I mean business. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a child of my own. Oh, do you? I have a child of my own. I don't know why that surprised me, but that's. Ah, uh, yeah. Me. His, na his name is Babby. His name is Bobby Joy Love. Bobby. Okay. Bobby Joy Love, but Babby. he doesn't go by Joy Love anymore. If you know what I'm talking about. 
I don't. He, my, <laughs> he, I am estranged oh, okay. from my child and my wife. Uh-huh. And so the reason that that came to be was this kid was getting really freaked out about everything going on. And my wife just kept feeding him newspapers and saying, you should read the news. You should know it. Because he, he gained an interest in uh, being knowledgeable about what's going on in the public sphere. And what's going on in the public sphere is a whole bunch of stuff that it, it screwed him up. It made him, yeah. it made him real sad. And it made him real motivated to try and fix things. And that took away from us watching ball on Sundays. Wow, interesting. So this was entirely personal for you. You said, if I'm going to have a terrible relationship with my son because he's uh, getting interested in uh, the geopolitical realm and not watching football with me, I'm going to take it out on, let's say, maybe that's maybe that's too hard a phrase. I don't want any other parent to go right. through what I Oh, I see. So it's more of a sympathetic thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You I don't see, want it's, other I'm dads. Your empathy. Which is right. why I go to schools and I tell kids that there's never anything that they ever have to worry about sure, ever. Sure, I mean, I understand why that's uh, in- enticing to some administrations, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, your kids walk out happier and lighter. Uh, ignorance is bliss, I would say, right? Yes. There were also reports that they come out with these large inflated egos. Inflated because egos? Because they think, because it's self self not the doubt. It's a really... In some ways, it's it you know it's a process. Yeah, you gotta do a bunch of speeches, and you gotta see what works. You gotta see what doesn't work. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you've developed this over time. This I've developed it over time, but I'm always I'm always changing, always mixing it up. Who knows? Right. Maybe next year I won't say shout out on the note. Oh yeah, maybe you'll find a different. Maybe I'll find uh, a different thing. Like, yeah. hey, you look over there. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, you don't need to riff now on it. I'm not. You know. No, I don't need. No, you're right. You're right. It's a process. This is fascinating, and uh, and I, 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 well, I guess I have one more question in in, yeah. in this area, which is, has, uh, ha, have you had the chance to, let's say, deliver your presentation to uh, Bobby, uh, and has it had any impact on your relationship at all? I've let go of Bobby. Oh, I see. So you're not trying to get him back necessarily. Because he's been poisoned. Yeah. You've been poisoned by okay. my wife and by society. So move on, in other move words. Move yeah, Other move children. Move past it. That's yeah. why I took up urban roller skating. Right, yeah. And I, I want to get to that. And maybe we'll get to that after the break because right. I want to bring our second guest in. Folks, my second guest today is going to forecast what's next in 2020. But before we get to that, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I am Sam, host of the podcast What is Fun? and a robot sent back in time from the future to figure out this human emotion. I'll be sitting down for informal conversations with every human on the planet to answer the titular question. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Now, I ask you, what is fun? And we're back. We've been talking with motivational speaker Steve Joylove. And now I'm going to bring my second guest into the conversation who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He is the chief meteorologist at Hogswood Cooper News, or HCN, and in recent months has been one of the lone professionals in his field disputing the theory that the recent increase in cataclysmic weather events is the result of man-made climate change. He contends these events are cyclical and this is just a particularly active year. On weekends, he participates in celebrity mini golf tournaments. Please welcome Dirk Branley. Hello, well, Dirk. Well, howdy on here, Dean. <laughs> howdy on here, Dirk. Um, not sure what that means, but I, 
I like the sentiment. Um, you, you've you, you've just worked your way up to the lead uh, meteorologist here at uh, HCN. What an exciting uh, job that is! Man, did I work my way on up there too? And, and you've got like you've got uh, a busy year to be forecasting. I mean, so this is one of the say. more exciting years, right? That's what people have been telling me. Yeah, and yet, <laughs> and yet you keep saying, even though. You have more and more weather to report on, yeah. but this is not the result of any kind of man-made climate Let change. Let me tell you, it's a funny little coincidence in there. It is. You say that almost like like it's cute. It's. I find it kind of cute because do, do you not do you not find it cute when you're at your job and you all of a sudden have a lot of fun new work to do? Because for me, work, I'm finding yeah. a lot of fun new projects every single day, and this yeah. is fun. So, like when someone in your uh, in your office brings you another hurricane, I say, "Boy, oh boy, here we go. Here's yeah, here's some time for Dirk to get do you, fun. Do you, do you find yourself to get fun? Is that what you said? What are your feelings on these little hurricanes? Are you, are you yeah, like, let me ask you a question. Okay, um, sure. If something came along at your job and they said, Here, here's this crazy thing, mm. and we're going to name it, and we're going to name it all these beautiful, gorgeous names, would you not get attached to them emotionally? Oh, interesting. I suppose, like, you know, what? that's why people, like, name their cars, for instance. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a car, but if I had a car, I, w I might name it. And then I would get attached to it, and then I would, like, not want to see it go to a junkyard, right? Yeah, exactly. And so you get attached to these hurricanes. And, yeah. then, and then what happens when they uh, wreak havoc and destruction on I say, American cities? I say, job well done, Oh, so you're, sons. like, rooting for them as though you they're your children or well, something. Well, you tell me what, what are hurricanes supposed to do. Are right, they supposed to come right. in and just cause a little bit of a little splash? No. I see. If your son, if your son was at his sporting event yeah. and kind of was supposed to be a jumper and just kind of walked, yeah. would you say good job? No, you'd no. say son, why didn't you put in all No, of those and again, another thing I don't legs. have is children. <laughs> all those legs. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Uh, you want to put in all the legs. Um <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, that makes total sense to me because, like, let's say you're a surfer, right? You're not going to sit on the beach hoping for a medium wave. You're going to hope for the biggest wave possible, right? And so I, the same must be true of a meteorologist, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, what do you say to people who say, you know, this is, like, one of the most active hurricane seasons on record, and we've, I mean, they've even run out of human names to give them because we've been through 26 of them or whatever. I say that's a little, that's a fun little fun fact you just gave me. Why don't you stick to your job? I'll stick to mine. Okay, yeah. So, so... That's another thing. I've noticed that when people uh, challenge you on your stance regarding the hurricanes and climate change, uh, you get very combative. Yeah, because I say, who spent those seven or eight years at community college learning how to do a meteorologist? Who did that? Learning how That to, was me. Right. Learning how to do a meteorologist? <laughs> yeah. I mean... That's what we call it in the business. And you know what? You yeah. wouldn't know that because you didn't go to school for it, did you? No, I, I did not, in fact. Although I did look at some of your transcripts are a matter of public record, and it looks like uh, you've never taken a climate class yeah. at all. Like you weren't required to take any kind of classes in climate no, science. No, it, it was basically kind of like, Dirk, hmm. what do you want to do? And I said, oh. what the heck is this this word with, that says for an M here? Right. That kind of says meteor in the beginning. Sure. And they said, well, that's a meteorologist. And I said, <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. I, I have <laughs> noticed also your pronunciation of the word almost suggests that you'd never heard it in your life before. And I, I take you, offense to that, Dane, because well, I look at this word almost every day of I, my life. You do look at it, and you say it in your sign-off every day. You say, yeah, I see. I'm murderologist yeah. Dirk Branley. Yeah, sometimes I say, I'm Dirk Branley murderologist. 
Right. You switch it around. Sure. Whatever feels best in that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I totally get it. Um, uh, I, I guess, so what are your reactions to, like, when people come to you and they say, the sky is literally on fire, it's no. red, uh, you know, this has got to be the, the result of man-made climate change. What do you say? Yeah, boy, oh, boy, have I been hearing that lately. I'm sure you have. <laughs> and yeah. I just got to say, um, do you not sometimes like a cloudy day? Hmm. Okay. And that's and then I just kind of say, you think about that for a little while, and you go back and do your job, and I'm going to head on back to my office and yeah. do mine. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, so combative. So, yeah. so. Uh, Thank you. It, does that does that tactic seem to work for you when people you know challenge you on stuff? Just just basically get right in their face and say you stick to your job and I'll stick to mine. Well, I don't know. Let me ask you that, Dean, because when I do that, when I say that to people, yeah. they tend to be like, "Oh my God, this guy is not even worth talking to," and then they walk away. Mm. And I take that as a win because guess who didn't want to be talking to them in the first place? Right. Right. I see. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said for having a caustic enough personality that people don't want to mess with you. I mean, uh, some people call themselves an introvert. I would call myself an introvert as well. You would. And so naturally, I don't really like to hang out with people. And so the more people don't like to hang out with me, well, heck, that makes my job a whole lot easier, doesn't it? Yeah. I, it's just, I mean, it's, I've never heard anyone call themselves an introvert before while, I mean, borderline bullying me. And I mean, not to not to talk about uh, you know sitting stances too much on this episode, but you've got your legs like wide open in that chair. I need you to see what's going on. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know a lot of introverts who who you know sit with with their legs well, that's open. That's a common like misconception that. about introverts, okay. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. God. Is there are there any other words besides meteorologist and introvert that you like that? Because it seems like like you've said introvert a lot, and it seems like you've like kind of latched onto that word as well. Is yeah, that, well, people keep saying this word, uh, climate, to me. Oh. And I, I like I mean, the word climate for sure. I've said it, like, like at least a dozen times Yeah, to you've been you so saying far. it weird, though. I've been saying it weird? Yeah. How do you say it? Say climate. Climate. Like a climate. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I just thought that was a bit of a regional accent or something. Um, um, what are your thoughts on this, Steve? Uh, this idea of, of, I mean, would you keep the 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 news of climate catastrophic uh, environmental destruction away from your students? I would now. I mean, personally, I, I've been taking notes this whole time. Have Ooh, you I, What a fascinating sure. approach. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I, I'm taking, yeah, I've just been, I'm so just you might, been jotting like, down little things. Like your your new version of your presentation might include yeah. something from uh, something from Dirk's. I just get instantly combative whenever anyone challenges me the yeah. slightest. This sure. is a you. great idea. And Mr. Joy Love, let me just tell you that I'd be happy to come on to any of your, your, your little speeches anytime. Fantastic. Okay? I wow. have uh, guest speakers. I'm... I, I'm so glad that you guys are connecting with each other, and I just hope that um, I don't step in it because if we've got two people who are like inordinately combative here, no, uh, wait, no, I, I, no, you, know, you I, got two introverts. Oh, is first that, of all, yeah, I am also an introvert. Thank you. I would describe you. myself. Okay, so you've now as an introvert. you've now stood up and and put your arms up like a bear to well, make yourself why I bigger. Make sure everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. It just—I I saw it as like a threatening move where you made yourself very large. No, it was more. It's it, that's a defense mechanism. Yeah, and you know oh. what? Sometimes you just gotta let people know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like mm. I'm here. 
Yeah. I'm an don't believe in climate change. Yeah. Get used to it, yeah. baby. You're like building a motto together. It's almost like you're building a a, a motto together. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in, in, in like twelve slides. Um, Dirk, w- would you be interested at all, uh, maybe for your broadcast, in knowing what some of the other ten points that Steve has from his presentation are? You know what? I'm not really. I I, I gotta tell you the truth. Um. I really like you as a person, Mr. Joy Love, but yeah. I, I don't I don't care to hear much of what you're trying to say. That's okay. You're not you're not really my target audience. Yeah. Okay. All right, great. I mean, well, looks like you uh dodged that bullet then, Steve. <laughs> well, if you wanna <laughs> see him, you may go to my presentation right, that course, I do yeah. in middle schools all over the country. Well what I really want open know- door policy, <laughs> by the way. Oh yeah? Yeah. Does anybody do, have you ever had anybody walk in off the street and be, you know, impressed by it or yes yeah. yes i got i've gotten four assistance from it for assistance oh. assistance yeah really you got one of those nice little young that nice little nice little no fin- little finish that sentence what were you about to say let him finish <laughs> do you have not one of those i have one of those nice little young, young little, little pretty dogs. go on those the, the little dogs that can a little you. dogs yeah no, my, uh, my, I would, I would probably say that my assistants are human beings. Ah, uh, no, well, we got a different way of working. I'm glad we worked that out. So, um, I mean, uh, we're running out of time here, but I'd like to ask you both about your, your, the hobbies that you keep you busy on the weekends here. Steve, you say, uh, now, what I thought was interesting is you don't cross-country ski, but you no. do, um, what is this called? Um, um, roller ski. You know, the, the it looks like cross-country skiing, yeah, but in the summertime. Yeah, roller skiing. Yeah. Because I just need some me time. I, I started doing it when my wife and my son left me. Okay. And they said, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Mm-hmm. They said it three times. Because oh. they're like, you like repetition, do you? Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Oh, that's particularly that, cool. That kicked my heart in the ass real hard. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it took me it took me a year to get over the, that sentence. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah, but then I but then you know what got me over it? What's, can I can is, I get is real it, serious? Is it her? Is it I urban? Turn ro- the chair around. Again. Is it urban roller skiing? Is that it's what? Urban yeah. roller skiing. Because yeah. I needed a physical activity. I gained forty two pounds times two for eighty four pounds. I gained eighty four pounds. If you in don't one mind year. me asking, why did you divide it in two? Why did I what? Divide the weight in two. Oh, because it makes it sound like less. Okay, sure. So next so time, I had gained yeah. forty. I gained forty-two pounds times two, eighty-four pounds. Uh-huh. And I needed something physical to do, but I also truly, deeply, as I have been my entire life, as an introvert, needed to be the center of attention. Sure. So I chose the one activity that would require me to go as slow as a roller skater but take up as much space as like an 18 wheel truck yeah uh as you can tell my legs are enormous yeah we never really talked about that sort of disproportionately disproportionately large but i got big strong legs yeah and i can jump over uh uh children yeah i do it like i do tricks on people they don't know it's coming and then i know i I saw some video of your presentation when you like you roller skied out onto the uh the auditorium stage and then started doing like evil knievel style stunts over the students heads i have yes i have since stopped doing that yeah uh, after a kid got one of my skis right just right into his nose just straight into his face. I was doing a thing where I was jumping 80 
four kids to represent each of the pounds that I gained. I had split them into two. It was 42 kids uh, next to each other. Okay, that seems like packages, a lot. And I just, oh, I was going to make it, but I just I just oh. impaled this kid's eye socket oh, that's with you my said roller ski. Before. You said no. So now I just come out and I say, hey, hey, how's it going? You know, so, you know, that's, that's just as effective and no kids get killed that's great he to hear die. that's great to hear and what about you dirk you are uh you do celebrity mini golf tournaments i didn't even know that's that what existed I call them. yeah that's what you call them. that's what i call it and when uh I, and yeah. let me uh, here's what i do mm. i head on down to the mini golf court uh, the, the court yeah <laughs> and uh oh that's the one okay yeah, yeah that's i know the mini golf court it's yeah, like you know a, it. like a whole bunch of tennis courts that yep. they've put holes you in play a and little like little bit windows of mini golf. and stuff yeah. yeah okay and uh so what i like to do is uh naturally there are some uh people there and i like to decide what kind of celebrities i think they look like oh. or what kind of celebrities i think they would look good with so it's just regular people <laughs> yeah regular people so it's if you not so much a celebrity that. mini golf tournament as a celebrity look alike mini golf tournament well, if I decide to tell them that they look like that celebrity, then yeah. Oh, so they might just be playing a regular round of mini golf. They almost always are, Dean. Okay. This seems like something that's more in your head than in real life. Dean, let me tell you, um, if I'm sitting there watching mini golf and I decide that they look that this celebrity looks like a young uh, Eliza Minnelli and I say it to myself, you think that's all in my head? Actually, I mean, I got to say... I think the next time I go mini golfing, I might do this myself. Is this okay if I if I if I make this sort of uh, sort of rich imagination world in my head, so I feel like I'm playing a celebrity? If you think that that's what I'm doing, then yeah, go ahead and do it. But I'm gonna stick to doing what I'm gonna do, which is my my celebrity mini golf tournaments. Sure. Okay. Well, great. Good. So it's yeah. very individual. Like you, it's not anything anybody else knows about. The uh, I like I said. Mr. Joy Love, sometimes I decide, my God, this boy needs to know that he looks like that little kid from Love Actually right now. But then sometimes I think, oh, well, this guy who looks like Bruce Willis, he don't need to know. So it's on a need-to-know basis, on, in other it's words. All, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that makes total sense. You've stepped forward into this brave new world of 2020 with uh, an attitude of like, nuh-uh. We yeah. don't need to know that. That's not true, which yeah, I think I, is going to keep us all like sane in this new time. I definitely think so, because let me tell you one thing. Uh, is my life fine? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to believe that that there's some bad going on <laughs> when I'm right. fine. You know? I'm, I'm similar to that, except I believe everything that's going on, except I just cork my ears. That's what right. I do. At right. the end. That's how I end my speeches. I scream, cork your ears, and I hand out corks. Cork them. Little we'll, kids, like little, now, little corks that I kids mean, I, can place in their ears. I really do need to, to end this episode, but I, I have to know, um, what is the takeaway that you want these children to go away with? Because it seems like the messaging sort of changes uh, throughout the presentation. And if you're ending with a cork your ears uh, and, a, and a parting gift of corks. I give them corks. They cork their ears. They leave with an inflated sense of ego okay. and a desire to never truly feel a sense of understanding for what is going see, on in the I world. I see. So it's like a hear no evil, see no evil kind of thing where they're, you're like encouraging them not to listen to what's out there. Yes. And speak your reality. And what was the other thing that you put on all the PowerPoint slides again? I said self, self, no one else. Self, self, self nothing self, else. No one self, else. Self, self, no one else. 
Uh, well, that's great. That's about all the time we have for today on The Corporation. I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers. <laughs>